two for chirping. It is that time of year again where we are signing players and how can you start it any other way by bringing back the Cyclones captain, number 46, Justin Vive, coming back for, uh, what is it now, season nine in Cincinnati, 13 as a pro. You've been uh, you've been doing this quite a while, Viver, but here we are again. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think it is year nine uh, back in Cincy, so obviously um, a familiar feeling, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, every year brings new excitement and new opportunities, and I'm um, just looking forward to another year. This is kind of like a tradition now. I mean, I've only done it a couple times here, but it feels like even looking back to every summer that the Cyclones start these, we call them or our player signing Wednesdays, you have been like the first signing three, four, five years in a row now. So, I mean, are you kind of at a point, you're going on 34, which I'll bring that up again uh, <laughs> in a moment, but are we at a point in your career where this is just like, hey, if I'm playing, I'm coming to Cincy? Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I've made that kind of quite clear in my own mind, but also publicly that, you know, this is the, the only team I'm going to, I'm going to play for, whether that's another year, whether it's 10 more years, um, obviously time will tell. I'm, I don't know what will go down, but, um, at the end of the day, uh, living here year round and, you know, calling it home away from home, um, for so many years, I mean, yeah, it's kind of at that point where this is uh, what I want to do. But at the same time, I mean, getting older and, like you said, doing this so many years now in a row and stuff, you would, I would think the excitement would kind of wear. But at the same time, I think even it's gotten more exciting as I get older because I think it's kind of cool to myself and to other people just to kind of, you know, show that I'm I'm still willing to play and go through the grind and, uh, put the commitment and the time in, and it's it almost gets more exciting every year that goes by. Well, I know the fans are, I think, more and more excited to see that you keep coming back. Uh, they were scared for a little bit. You and I have not talked about this. <laughs> Do you know I'm going to reference the Instagram yes, post? I, I, Do you want to talk about this? <laughs> I put it out there, and then not even a minute later, I texted my girlfriend and was like, uh, you mind reading that? And what does it sound like? To you? And she was like, yeah, you're going to have to edit that. And I was like, so, I mean, yeah, I put it out there. I was kind of doing what I always do at the end of every year, giving thanks to fans, the team, organization, everything. And I guess the way I worded it this year was a little more gray. Yeah. And uh, so that was that was my mistake, but I thought I, I rectified it as quick as possible. Dude, I thought when we were doing our, our exit interviews, you did it too. Like you, I was saying something about like, oh, next season. And you were like, well, I, I mean, you know, I, I can't remember the exact wording, but I was like, why didn't you just say you're coming back? Like, cause then you start letting fans wander in their heads. And I mean, seriously, it was unbelievable. The amount of, I, I think in, in one hand though, to try and turn it into a positive, is it kind of cool for you to see it though? Like, cause you, you see how much people care about you. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's not my intention at all ever, <laughs> but um, I mean, there's no absolutes, I guess in my mind in hockey um, in any case or scenario, I think, you know, you see that, Every year, you know, there will be a player that's been somewhere for 15 years, that's 10 true. years, and all of a sudden, you know, they get flipped to a team at the deadline or, you know, injuries catch up and they retire yeah. suddenly. So I, I try not to deal in absolutes, especially when it comes to, to hockey and the unpredictability. But um, 
I mean, yeah, it's always something special just to see, you know, the comments and the likes and the, you know, text messages and stuff like that from people either I speak to on a daily basis or people I haven't even met in person. Yeah. Um, just to kind of see that wide range of uh, love for the city and the sport here and the team. So it's definitely cool. Well, one absolute that none of us can avoid is is getting older. Uh, we're recording this a day before your birthday, so uh, a happy premature birthday and then happy belated by the time this airs all the fans i'm sure will be sending their wishes on uh july 8th you'll be 34 years young mm-hmm. um i think last year we talked to you it was again like we said it's pretty much a tradition you're the first player signing so last year was right around that same time i know you were i believe either just going to or coming back from charleston south carolina yeah do you have anything lined up this year uh no um this year's kind of just going to be a boring Saturday. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing special planned. Um, I went home, saw my family and stuff already. So that was uh, obviously awesome. Anytime I can do that. And uh, actually went to Orlando, Florida already for our player union meetings. Mm-hmm. So last year they didn't have it. This is the first year they brought it back. Okay. So that's kind of, we treat it as a little bit of our mini vacation and kind of early celebration, I guess. That'd be a little bit of fun, right? And mm-hmm. not to mention you're seeing a bunch of guys both in the ECHL and the AHL, right? I mean, those meetings, this is the other thing, you've been a part of those. We don't talk about it a lot, the, the PHPA, but I mean, they play a pretty important role in minor league hockey. Yeah, I mean, it's something that, I mean, I, I bet even if you asked, you know, half the guys on the team wouldn't really know the scope of what they do or what they've accomplished for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there's always growing pains, you know, no union's ever going to be perfect. There's going to be gripes from either first year guys or, you know, 10th year guys or whatever it is, uh, things are going to come up. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're fortunate to have them on our side and all the stuff they've gotten for the players and, you know, negotiating the CBAs and stuff like that. So it's definitely cool to go down there and kind of see the behind the scenes look at what they actually get done for us. I, I know I mentioned earlier, we well, right off the hop, you know, coming into your ninth season with the Cyclones, and I'll talk with you about some milestones in a little bit, but, you know, how important is it to, to be here, right? Like you said, I mean, you, you don't work in absolutes, but you do know this much that, if your body is going, if your mind is there, if you want to play, you're going to come back to Cincinnati or you're going to make it clear that you want to come back to Cincinnati. How important is it at this stage of your career, this stage of, I mean, for, forget the career, just your life to, to kind of have that? Um, I mean, it's something special. Um, I guess, you know, 10 years ago, I don't think I would ever have predicted <laughs> this is where I'm at and this is how it's going. I don't know what the prediction would have looked like or been. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's definitely, you know, a great feeling knowing that an organization has your back and, uh, appreciates what you do and what you bring to the team and organization. But at the same time, um, I mean, I just, I'm at the point now too, where thinking about a different city or a different team or, anything that comes with that isn't really, I guess, as attractive as it was when you're young and you're, you know, you're eager to move up and try to, you know, make that jump. And, you know, I've, I've done that. I've experienced that. And now I'm at the point where I don't see myself 
ever you know putting on a different jersey um i mean obviously like i said absolutes are never something that i want to deal in but um where i'm at now i'm perfectly content and happy and just you know gracious for all the opportunities that i've gotten in this city um when i say content too though i play that back in my head it's with having the opportunity not with right. the outcome of seasons. Yeah, you're editing and, that post. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess, yeah, like that's, I don't want people to, you know, hear, oh, he's fine with losing in the second round or yeah. losing in the first. And I, and I think anybody that knows me knows that's not the way I'm wired. Uh, you know, I, I still get, you know, heated just thinking about the way we went out and the way the season ended the last couple of years. So that's definitely not something that I'm okay with, but just the opportunity and, the um, just overall, you know, relationships that I've formed here have just been second to none. You give sort of a, an opportunity to do a maybe somewhat unique segue here, so I'll, I'll take it there. Um, the team we lost to is Toledo. Uh, you're the first player signing for us. Brandon Hawkins, former teammate of yours. You guys won a Kelly Cup in Fort Wayne together. He's the first signing for the Wall. I uh, watched a video on their social media, and uh, he was asked – you know, does it eat away at you knowing how close you were that you haven't gotten there? And, and it was an emphatic yes. Um, and it was, you could almost see the frustration on his face, even though a couple of months have passed since the season's ended. Um, I kind of ask you that same thing, I guess now. Uh, Cyclones coming off a, a season in which you won the Central Division title during the regular season, falling short in the second round, as you mentioned. You've also been here when the team has, has made it past that round. Um, it, it has been a while since that's happened. Um, yes, you've won a championship, but you did it in a different city. Even your dad, uh, we had him on the broadcast this season, and he said how much more he thinks it would mean to you to do it here in Cincinnati. So, you know, as we sit here in, in the middle of July, months away from a puck ever dropping again, it, does that still eat away at you that, that you're trying to, to win a championship here with the Cyclones? I mean, yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, if, you know, I was to retire tomorrow, would I look back and lose sleep and not be happy with my career? Not at all. I think accomplishments team-wise, personally, relationships I've made, like those are, like I said earlier, something that I'll never, or I never would have thought um, that I would, I would have come this far in one place. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, this that would be kind of the crown jewel right. i guess or you know the, the icing on top just to be able to say that i was on the team that you know brought the cup back here and have that special kind of forever bond on top of everything that i've already created here um so yeah i think that it it would definitely it would mean a lot um and i i don't know what else there really is that we could do or I could do that would top that or add to that. I think that's basically a standalone thing. And, and like you said, with Hawk and his comments, I mean, yeah, I couldn't agree more, you know, you get that close that many times and even just making the playoffs in general, it's such a grind and yeah. so difficult in every league that just getting there is an accomplishment enough, but it's crazy how far, on top of that, you yeah. have to go and accomplish to get to that point to, you know, raise the trophy. And 
Um, I heard somebody say it the other day, and I was actually took it from a player's perspective that it was uh, they were talking. I believe it was about the Maple Leafs, um, which is a hot button topic in our <laughs> locker room always. But uh, they were talking about how they saw it as the regular season is for the fans and the playoffs is for the players. And I thought about it and I was like, well, that's kind of stupid. Like, you know, the fans get into the the run just as much as the players, but from the standpoint of the regular season is so long, there's so many meet and greets and appearances and theme nights and teams want to come back over and over and over and see a team do well and be entertaining and stuff. And that, that makes sense. You know, that's where teams sell their tickets. That's where, you know, teams make money is the regular season. And then I thought about the playoffs. That's where you talk about for years about players. You don't bring up a guy from 10 years ago. Oh yeah. He was great in the regular. No, nobody talks about the regular season when it comes to players, but you'll talk about a guy like Justin Williams, who literally has been dubbed Mr. Game (laughs) seven. So it's like you, you get the playoffs. That's what makes people's careers to, a point of like, I guess, like being immortal and always being talked about. Pat Maroon's kind of in that conversation. Exactly. But I don't think anybody could ever tell you his stat line from the regular season. Yeah. Nor do they care. Yeah, true. He won three Stanley Cups. He went to four in a row. Like you can never take that away from him. And it's something that he'll always be known for. Yeah. And that's kind of a cool, I guess, way to think about it. Well, I, we're getting toward the end of this conversation, but I think we can still carry on that path because there's so much that goes into being a championship team at this level, especially um, not to take away from any other uh, pro leagues in hockey, but a big part of it is an affiliation and an affiliate that can supplement you with with assets uh, to help you, especially during that playoff push. Um, the Cyclones are kind of in the news of late. Uh, the New York Rangers are now the National Hockey League affiliate with the Cincinnati Cyclones. Of course, down that ladder and in the middle is the Hartford Wolfpack, a team that you played parts of two seasons for one season. You were pretty much there the whole year. I think you played 27 games there the year prior. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts you have on that? Any thoughts you have on this uh, on this new deal or any light you can shed on Hartford? Because you know there's going to be young guys in this locker room that are going to be looking up to the XL Center, hoping they can play a game there. Uh, I was ecstatic when I, I heard the news. Um, you know, obviously I had ties to Buffalo and right. the organization there just being where I was born and my dad playing there and stuff. But um, on more of a personal level to me, with Hartford being there for almost two years and uh, seeing the way we were treated and just the first class mentality they take there. And that trickles right down from obviously the, the New York Rangers and Madison square garden. Yeah. And it doesn't get any bigger than that. So um, I, I was extremely excited. I still have uh, a few people that I know in management and stuff in Hartford that were there when I was there. So, um, you know, I reached out to them right away and wanted to just, you know, talk to them and, you know, they, they obviously followed and knew I was still here and they were excited about that to have somebody kind of playing here and being seen as an older kind of mentor player, um, for their guys coming here. So I'm excited. Hartford's and New York's an amazing organization. And, um, I'm just looking forward to kind of what's to follow and, uh, where we're going to head. Yeah, and we're going to see, obviously, coming up soon in October when the Cyclone season starts. Now, Viver, before we let you go, you don't work in absolutes. 
Are you okay with predictions? Sure. Okay. Let's predict your milestones. Uh, and I'll, I'll have you kind of maybe call your shot here. Uh, and so every year that you come back, it's more of, okay, what can he do that he's already been working on? And last year we saw a lot, uh, ending the regular season with 700 pro games, uh, 32 goal season, which tied a, a personal career best. So, uh, digging into a couple of different stats, uh, first, most career points by a cyclone. You're at 235. Uh, you got a good friend by the name of Jesse Schultz who's at 290. So Ooh. that puts you at 55 to tie, 56 to pass. This is points, not mm-hmm. goals. Uh, do you think, could you predict yourself getting there this season? Could you predict yours? And, and if the answer is no, can you predict if you will ever? Kind of me leading you into saying that this would not be it either um, there'd be another year i mean obviously i would love to <laughs> i would love to get to that point this year because that means i personally had One a hell successful of a year yeah <laughs> so that's the easy answer um i mean who knows um obviously knock on wood health and everything else included uh, i mean obviously i would like to i think it's another cool milestone to kind of have in your yeah. uh, resume but at the end of the day, if it happens, it happens this year. Um, and I guess that's kind of all I'll go there and uh, we'll see how the, the season f- plays out. All right. More milestones. Uh, this one's pretty big, uh, pun intended. Uh, number 22 is retired for the Cyclones, Don Biggs. Uh, and you and I have had conversations off air. The, the Cyclones have a very interesting history in the way in which we track stats because there's franchises and then the Cyclones of yesteryear were in different leagues. Um, but the books do exist. Uh, you need 14 goals to have the most goals that anybody has ever scored in a Cyclones jersey, regardless of league. Do you think you could do that this year? I think that one is a little more <laughs> attainable. Um, like I said, with with health and uh, you know good fortune, and uh, you know playing with players that I did last year, and just the teams we've had, and the opportunities I've gotten, um, I I'm almost confident in saying that I think I can get to that point uh, again this year. And I don't know if it will be near where I got to last <laughs> year, but um, you if would it, take it if it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle then I'll be okay with it, and then we'll be talking about the outcome uh, at some point this season, I'm sure. All right, and the last one, it's another Don Biggs one, but when we talked about your games played stat last year, you said that you take pride more in that than you do goals or assists because that speaks to longevity. It speaks to taking care of the body. Now, you uh, are third all-time in the history of anybody that has ever worn a Cyclones jersey for games played. Don Biggs is first. You need... 98 to tie, 99 to surpass. Obviously, you can't do that in one season. Prediction, final one, do you think that you will at one point have the most games played of anybody that has ever worn a Cincinnati Cyclones jersey? Um, I mean, <laughs> I'd like to confidently and knowingly say yes. And counterpoint, I guess a lot of that is out of my control. And That's fair. After this season, who knows where we'll be. Um, I will say for a long time, I always kind of had 35 as a benchmark in my head for age. Okay. That I would like, 
I was like, if I can play to I'm 35, like I can, I can retire at some point after that, whatever year that is, but, and be very, very happy yeah. with the longevity of my career and kind of what you touched on with how I do take pride in that. And I just, I think it's such an underrated thing yeah. um, in certain sports, especially contact ones. Especially minor league ones. Yes, with the added travel and the kind of three and three game games packed in and stuff like that. And I mean, you'll hear coaches and GMs always say the best um, best ability is availability, yeah. and it's kind of that's always stuck with me. Um, and because there's just so many great players you see that just for whatever reason, whether it's something of their own fault or just dumb luck, that they just cannot stay healthy. And I just hate seeing that happen to players. And, uh, I mean, a lot of it is luck. And, you know, I've been fortunate the last few years to be on that side. Um, But, yeah, I think at the end, long-winded answer, (laughs) I think, uh, yeah, that I'd like to, at whatever point I do call it quits, to be, you know, kind of at the top of that list. Well, I, I think, first off, this is another season where we will be tracking these milestones. Fans will be interested in them. But I know for you, it's the team milestones that matter the most. And the Cyclones entering their first year as the affiliate of the New York Rangers starting Saturday, October 21st. First face-off. We're finally kicking off a season at home this time against the Wheeling Nailers with a 735 puck drop. I know we're months away from that, but I just wanted to throw it out there. And Viber, you should be on the ice for it. So, uh, hey, man, again, uh, happy pre-birthday. Enjoy uh, being 34. Enjoy the rest of your summer. And we look forward to seeing you here on the ice again soon. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it.